Off the ball. GAA. Most of the disappointment's coming from the player's side of view. Look, they're on a hell of a journey. I suppose that's life football. Things happen and look, they've obviously seen an opportunity with Derry and took the jobs. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball. With Deliveroo, get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Wednesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way, the latest on Jack Conan ahead of Ireland's showdown with the Springboks. Jacques Nienaber defends the box 7-1 bench split and England find a new use for Marcus Smith in their pool D outing with Chile while Ian Madigan confirms his retirement from rugby. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First up today, Jack Conan has been ruled out of Ireland's showdown with South Africa in Pool B of the World Cup. The Leinster back row hasn't seen action since suffering a foot injury in Ireland's opening warm-up fixture with Italy now six weeks ago. Defence coach Simon Easterby was on media duty today, saying Conan is on schedule with his recovery, but the final pool game with Scotland in a fortnight is his target. No decision has been made yet on the availability of Dan Sheehan following a foot injury on his own. Easterby says they won't be too distracted, meanwhile, by the composition of the Springboks bench. I, th- I think every you know every um, every team has a, s- a particular strategy. You know, it, it's. Um, and it's up to them to believe that that strategy is the right thing for each for each game, you know, and obviously they believe that that is the the way that they need to um, set themselves out to, to beat us on Saturday. Um, just like we'll be we'll be planning the way that we want to beat uh, South Africa. So, listen, it's a talking point. I, I don't think it, it changes anything for us, to be honest. Uh, and it's it's something for you guys to have a little bit of discussion over. What will determine it at the end? It will just be hindsight. Will will allow everyone to 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 say it was the right or the wrong thing to do. And and you know, like I say, it's it's, it's their strategy, uh, and uh, it's not something that we can control. And to be knows Ireland can win ugly if the box take them into the trenches on Saturday. I think we know that when we play well and, and we play a certain way, that that we're going to be difficult to play against uh, and, and difficult to beat. So. You know, we, we'll be looking to implement a lot of the stuff that you'll have seen over the last couple of years in, in what we do on, on Saturday, as we have tried to do in the Tonga and the Romania games. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I think we haven't had to win um, uh, ugly, as you call it, maybe uh, too many times. I, I thought what we did in Samoa uh, against Samoa in Bayonne was, I guess, another way of winning a game when the conditions went uh, suited to to playing with um, with width and too much ball in hand, uh, we found a way to win through uh, our forward pack dominating in the latter stages of the game. And I think you're going to have to do that at certain times in, in every game. So, yeah, listen, it it would be great if we could we could throw the ball around and we'd score plenty of tries. But we know that we, we have to do things um, in the moment and make sure that we're adaptable. And that might mean playing certain ways in, in certain parts of the game. As you've heard there, the Springboks went early with their team selection last night and opted for that 7-1 split on the bench. They've made 13 changes personnel-wise to the team that brushed Romania aside on Sunday. Perhaps more instructively, bar the injured Malcolm Marks, it's the same team that started against Scotland a fortnight ago. So Damien Willemse reverts to full-back with Kurt Lee Arenza and Cheslin Colby starting on the wings. Jesse Creel renews his centre partnership with Damien Dalende. Manny Libok is back in at out-half where he's partnered in the half-backs by Faf de Klerk. 
In the front row then, it's Stephen Kitsoff, Bungie and Bonambi and Franz Mallory. Ebenezabeth is partnered by Franco Mostert in the second row. Sia Khaleesi captains the box from blindside flanker. Peter Steph de Toy is at open side and Jasper Visa will start at number eight. Those seven forwards on the bench are Dion Furry, Oxen Che, Trevor Nankani, Jean Klein and Orgy Snyman, the two Munster men of course, Marco Van Staden and Quagga Smith with Cobus Reinach, the lone back. Box head coach Jack Neighbor was asked about that 7-1 split. Yeah, I think obviously people will look at it and say there's risk involved and, and we understand that but, but for us it's calculated risk uh, and, and obviously there is guys who's in that 7-1 uh, bench that, that cover various positions but that's something I probably will not like to go into too much because I think that's more tech, uh, tactical, you know, and, I, and, and we don't want to talk too much tactics around that. But uh, um, to, to answer your question, yes, we, we have a lot of versatility within the squad, like we showed on, on the past weekend uh, with, with playing four nines. And uh, so, uh, yes, but we're comfortable that the risk that we take, we're comfortable that we are covered. Neenerba was also asked how the backs take being such minority players in team selection. No, I think, uh, like I've mentioned before, I think uh, the, the, with our backs, they, they understand that, that it's going to be a squat effort. And, and uh, um, at the end of the day, the guys that we selected for this game isn't necessarily the guys we will select for a quarterfinal, if we do make it to a quarterfinal. So, so, uh, and I think everybody understands it like that. So uh, we, And we're open and honest with the players, and they understand our thinking behind it. They buy into the thinking behind it. And that's the beauty of, of our squad currently. Uh, uh, yeah, so they, and there isn't a big gap, I think. Uh, if, we, if you look at the back three that played on Saturday... Uh, against Romania and you look at the back three that plays this weekend I mean there's some exciting players these guys that can finish that can score tries in both uh, uh, those two back uh, back threes yeah now stepping away from the World Cup for a moment and Ian Madigan confirmed his retirement from rugby today. Now 34, the out-half spent the past three seasons at Ulster where he admits he'd like to have played more but that's professional sport, he wrote in a statement. Madigan was just gone 20 when he made his Leinster debut in a Celtic League match against the then Newport Gwent Dragons. He'd go on to make nearly 150 appearances for the province but the emergence of a certain Jonathan Sexton saw him used as a replacement during the Heineken Cup wins of 2011 and 2012. Madigan started the the following season's Challenge Cup final, also won by Leinster, and also collected a pair of Pro 12 medals before departing for Bordeaux. An injury to Sexton opened his route to international recognition, playing in the 2013 Six Nations against both France and Italy before starting berths in that summer's tour of North America. Madigan helped Ireland win a pair of Six Nations titles, mostly as a replacement, it must be said, but cites the 2015 World Cup as the highlight of his career. Chief to that was his performance against France, with Ireland beating Les Bleus in Cardiff to finish top of Pool D, Madigan kicking a pair of penalties and converting Conor Murray's try that afternoon. In 2016, he moved to Bordeaux, kicking an average of seven points an appearance in his single season in France before departing for Bristol. He helped Pat Lambside return to the Premiership in 2018, and Madigan came back to Ireland and Ulster in 2020 and says he'll continue to live there for the foreseeable. Steve Borthwick's tinkering with his England side will add another chapter on Saturday against Chile. For the first time in his professional career, Marcus Smith looks set to start at fullback for that Pool D fixture in Nice. While Smith has been used as a replacement there, it will be his maiden voyage in the 15 jersey. 
back from suspension, Owen Farrell is likely to return at out half, with George Ford dropping to the bench. The Farrell 4-10-12 axis will likely be tried again during the second half against Chile. And staying in Pool D, Michael Checa has made three changes to his Argentina team to play Samoa on Friday. Matias Moroni replaces Saracen centre Lucio Sinti. Tight head Eduardo Bello comes in for Francisco Gomez Codella, while in the second row Pablo Matera is in for Thomas Lavanini. But the hits keep on coming for Eddie Jones and Australia. The Wallabies confirmed today that teenage fullback Max Jorgensen suffered a fractured fibula in training this morning. Jorgensen had only recently returned from a medial cruciate ligament injury. Will Skelton and tighthead Taniela Tupu are already out of the Wallabies team to play Wales in Lyon on Sunday. But in better news for Jones, scrum half Tate McDermott is back in contention, having recovered from a concussion suffered against Georgia, while prop Pone Famawasili could also play in Lyon, having suffered a calf injury in the warm-up loss to France. Australia go into that game, of course, off the back of a defeat to Fiji, but McDermott says that match has been an ideal preparation of sorts for the challenge of Wales. Yeah, definitely. I think you look at uh, the similarities between them, Fiji's mentality at the start of the game to take those threes, Dan Bigger's going to do the exact same thing with Wales. Um, so all that is, is is we've got to win the physicality. If we don't do that, we're on the back foot, then we invite those those opportunities for them to, to build that scoreboard pressure. Um, so that started yesterday. Uh, we addressed that. There's more to that than just missing a few breakdowns or being late to that. Uh, we've got to make sure it's up here that we're, that we're there from the start of the game against Wales. Otherwise, we're, we're, we're chasing that tiles really that's it for today's rugby daily don't forget to subscribe to this otb rugby feed for these podcasts first and indeed free in your feed my name is richie mccormick i'll have more rugby daily for you with thanks to deliveroo tomorrow till then thanks for listening